So we're holding over here in Perak Yudchev, on page Kufchav Dalen and Derech Mitzvah so yesterday we learned what is the meaning of Shema Yisrael. Shema Yisrael is because the Jewish Neshama, because Yidin are rooted in the very Gilgalta and Moichen of the Ebishter, which means they are the core of Hashem's Ratzin for creation. And not only are they the core of Hashem's Ratzin, but the brain that's in the Gilgolas. The brain that's in the Gilgolas is the deepest pleasure and the sensation that Hashem has from the from the cre- why he created the world in the first place. That first, that first, when any person does something and gets involved in something, it's because deep, deep somewhere in the, at a very core place, this is gonna give them some kind of a, uh, a pleasure, which drives the will. It's the soul of the will. The reason they have a will for it is because they have that sensation. So that's called the moyach stima, the hidden reason that they can't even reveal that. Sometimes it's not known to the person themselves what that is, but there is something there giving them that that tainuk, that pleasure, and um, and that's called moyach so the, the, the Yiddish and the Jewish souls are are, are called liroish, the Abish's head, because they include they're reaching in the gogolas in the will and even deeper, even deeper in the will, and they're the ones who can stimulate and draw Hashem's will, which is the source of life, into the world, and that's the meaning of Shema Yisrael. You are my head, so listen, Yid. Know your job and know that your avoda is to bring me down to manifest within creation. Because that's, that's, that's my, my, my involvement, my, my interest in creation. That, that's, that's the, and, you, and you're the only one who's not a technical part of the creation. You're the soul of creation. All right? So now, and that's the idea we learned yesterday, Hashem and That when we're doing the right thing, Hashem is shaking his head because we are his head. And we're drawing that down. The Indian Pidish Vinyan Avayalakeno, the idea of Avayalakeno, Ubchinas Yichodava, is the Yichod of Abba Vino, Shehem, Bechinas, Tzendei, and the Loimis Parshis, which they are the first two spirits, which they are two friends that never separate. Bechinas Ayan Viesh. It's the Ayan and the Yesh. Because a Lukus is, is undefinable. So a Lukus, being that it has no definition, it's called Ayan. So you can't say, oh, this is it. But the whole point is a Lukus needs to come down in this world. And it has, so it has to come down in a world that's very, very defined and very limited. So we have to draw down from the ayin into the yesh. Where is that first beginning of the transition of the orin seif coming from a state of, of complete transcendence and unknowableness into a state of somethingness is when the or reaches bina. Because when it comes into bina, it comes in from the ayin into the, in bina you have already yesh. That's why the bina is the source of ganeden. And Ganeden is there's 310 olamos. It says Hashem is going to give to the, all, every tzaddik the tzaddik shy olamos uh, 310 olamos Give them something, because if the light remains in its pure ayin state, we can't have pleasure from it because it's still beyond us. So when it comes from chachma to bina, it goes from ayin to yesh. Why? Because we see in our own mind, chachma is a flash of insight. When a person has that new epiphany, that new flash, you still say what? There's no what? You can't, you can't describe it. You see light, you see a whole new idea. Sometimes you're struggling with something. And you, you're just lost. You're lost. For many, sometimes a day, for many hours, sometimes for a day, sometimes for a week. You're bothered by something. You're trying, and suddenly, bang, it's like, wow. You have like a flash of like, oh, this is it. But if someone says to you, okay, so tell me, write it down. I can't. I, I know something because it's still in the Chachma state. Koach Ma, the power of Ma. However, then when it comes into the Bina, the Bina already dissects it, breaks it down, 
and is able to grasp onto it. That's called the The first needs to reveal itself in Chachma. Because the Oren Saif is pure without boundaries. So the Chachma is the vessel to be able to receive something that is boundless. Because Chachma doesn't have to grasp. It's, it's in Chachma, Chachma is perfectly fine with just experiencing the light without, without, without um, grasping it. Uh, like it says, but then through Chachma made He encloses himself into Bina. And from there comes the revelation. First, the first in the concealed worlds, very, very lofty uh, worlds. And then finally, it comes down into the revealed world. And even the supernal Ganed, which is so high, which is the highest Hasaga. They delight from the Rea of Hashem. You have to receive first from Bina. Because Ema, the mother, Bina, dwells in the Kursai. Kursai is Olam Abriya. Because we know it's Chachma, the four main Sephiras. Chachma, Bina, and six emotions. And Malchus correspond to the four worlds. Chachma dominates the world of Atzilus. Even though there's ten Sephiras, but the dominating force is Bittl, nullification. That's Chachma. Bria is the beginning of Yeshus, beginning of somethingness, beginning of a creation, a definable creation. So that's why it relates to Bina. Bina is already, she said, oh, it's also Yesh. It's something already. And the world of Bina is called the Olam HaSaga, the world of grasping. And the Ganeid and the Elian is in that world. So, but, but it has to be filtered through Bina. Without Bina, it wouldn't be able to be um, comprehensible. And the Pasuk Hashem's Fasai Tiftach in the Sidur, where it says over there that all the all the malachim are singing in the voice of divrei elokim chayim of the the voice of the living God. So he explains over there what is the meaning the voice of the living God. See the malachim are excited because they're they're grasping, they're understanding, they're reaching deeper understanding in the light, higher and higher and higher. So that's why. So what does it say? The living God. Bina. Bina is called Elohim. Because Bina is the source of Gehura. Because the only way things can be comprehended is through Gehura. Gehura is the power of setting boundaries, differentiating, um, organizing. Organizing skill is a Gehura skill. It's a disciplining skill. Chesed is the opposite. It flows. It, it, it doesn't stay in boundaries. It's, everything is just a mess. It's like it's just a one big gush. In Bina, that's why women are generally more, more organized because women are more rooted in Bina and men are rooted in Chachma. So women are very able to dissect and set things up and get everything. Uh, well, the man is all over the place. which is living God. Because from him comes the Shoresh, from the influence of That's why. They are mashmiyim biyira yachad bekoil. The malachim are singing to divrei lekim chayim to the light emanating from bina because that's the source of their energy of their light. Yain sham. Look in siddur where he explains that. Ubezayu and gamkein. This will also understand. Lo malametinu lashem zayawah. We don't find this this language. Al shum shame in hashemos. We don't find any other name of God's name. Shayoyim abay bepasuk that it should say in the pasuk kamoy b'shem elokim that it should say. It should relate that name in a manner in which it says it's ours. 
let's say for the name Shakai, we never see it say Shadenu. We never see Yudke uh, Vavke in a manner which has a new in the end. Our our Yudke Vavke, right? And there's no name of Hashem's name that has that uh, the element to it. The only one is Elokim. Elokeinu. What is the idea? Hashem Elokim. Hashem Elokeinu. It is ours. Why? Because in order for something to become ours, right, it needs to go through tzimtzum. It needs to go contraction. Because divinity, in essence, can't be ours because we're, we're finite. But when it comes through the name of Elokim, and Elokim is mitzamtzum, it enables it to become unified with us. That's the point. Uh, it doesn't say so on the name of Avaya. It doesn't say it on the name of Eke. The Shara Hashem, like all the other names, the Indian, and the idea is, what does it mean? New shalanu means it's ours. The infinite light that is enclosed in that name, is fully revealed and unifies with the person. And that is not possible. Only it says this week. Hashem. God says, I am Hashem. So Anochi is referring to the Oren Soif. Hashem is referring to the Oren Soif already enclosed in Chachma. But it's still infinite. nu is going through the Tzimtzum and becomes Elokecha, your God. It becomes yours. But here's the idea. The Tzimtzum is affecting that it's coming in a manner in which we can we can absorb it, but not in a manner that it's not the Oren Soif anymore. It's still Anoichi manifesting in a manner that it becomes Elokecha. It's not like it's a new, it's not limitations. It's the infinite constricted or, 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 or uh, defined or impossible. The, the, the contraction of the infinite. Um, only through the tzimtzum. And that's what alokim means. That's where we use alokim because alokim is the power of tzimtzum. The power of alokim is the power of tzimtzum. And Bina is also called Elohim, because that's what Bina does through an Akudah of Chachma. An Akudah of Chachma is undefined, and Bina does, sets the boundaries and the limitations. Um, it's the source of Gevura. We know Chachma Chesed Nesach on the right side, Bina Gevura, um, Hod on the left side. There's five Gevuras in, five powers of Gevuras in Elohim, in uh, Bina. That's from, connected to the five letters of the name of Elohim. Aleph Lamed Yud A Aleph Lamed Vav. What am I saying? Aleph Lamed Hey Yud Nun Vav. Yeah, five gurus. Vakapanum and nevertheless, Pidish Avaya Lokenu. The name of Avaya Lokenu. Huam Shachis of, I'm sorry, of Alkapanum. Alkapanum, after the thing is, Pidish Avaya Lokenu. What is the meaning of Hashem Lokenu? of the revelation of the Oren Saif, first in Chachma, and from there, until it's drawn even down into us. First it makes it accessible to the angels above, to the Malta and the Neshamas, and eventually down to a human mind that's contemplating Hashem, that Hashem is descending into his heart and into his soul. We're to become Mamish ours. Now he's continuing. What is the meaning of Yud Hashem Echad? In Yitzchak Lahav, we need to understand. What does it say a second time? It should have said Hashem Elokeinu Echad. 
What is the meaning? Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. What is the repetition of the word Hashem? Again, you know already who we're talking about. It's a Shema Yisrael. Hashem Elokeinu Echad. Hashem Elokeinu, Hashem Echad. The idea is, we need to delve deeper. Milas echad. We need to understand what is the meaning of echad. Why are we using the word echad? Echad means one. It's not indicating on the truth of Hashem's unity, Hashem's true being. Why? Because Hashem is alone. And aside from Him, there is no one. The word echad does not indicate on Hashem himself because Hashem is the only one literally the only one because Echad doesn't, doesn't, doesn't express exclusivity Echad ex- ex- expresses oneness one but not exclusivity if a person is right, if a person is counting something you say one, two, three, four even though you're saying one doesn't mean it's the only one a one can be followed by a two um However, when you, so what's the right word to use when you want to say the only one? You say Yachid, like Ben Yachid, the only child. So if we're trying to declare that Hashem is exclusive and that He's the only one, why are we using the word Achad? We should have said it. Shema Yisrael Hashem Lekin Hashem Yachid. Very good question. Echad does not indicate this. Echad that is counted within is within the, the, the sequence of numbers. Yaakov had 12 tribes. Nevertheless, Reuven is called Echad. Interesting that he says that. I'm trying to remember if there's. Where does it say that Reuven is Echad? Reuven Echad. I'm saying, is there any reference to this in Tanakh that Reuven is called Echad? It's very interesting. But okay, it's what he says. Reuven is called Echad, and Shimon is Shani, and the like. Ach Yitzchak Mikra, but Yitzchak, who is the only son, because. Uh, Yishmael is not counted at all. He's the only son from. It's called Bincha Yechidcha. Your Yachid, your only son. The Gam Kan have a lot of name. Hashem Yachid. Here too, it should have said Hashem is Yachid. Achinian, who the idea is as follows. Shabbat Emes in truth. Legam Beyakadish Baruchu to Hashem Himself. Mitzad Atzmus Semuhusa Yisbarach. Relating to Hashem's very essence. Loi Shayach Olav Milas Echad Klal. It's not Shayach to say by Hashem the word Echad. Why can't you say by Hashem the word Echad? Shaharehu Yachid, Vahu Levadehu. Because Hashem is Yachid, Hashem is the only one, Vahu Levadehu, and He is literally the only one. Ella, commandment is Zal, but like Chazal say, Shahu Echad Beshiver Rekiyam Ba'aretz, Ubedad Ruchus Adam. Meaning, God Himself, Hashem Himself, we would say Hashem Yachid. But the point of it here is not Hashem is being one, the point of it is his relationship to the world. The ratio, the meaning how he incorporates the world into his oneness. So here's the idea. Without Hashem himself, there are no worlds. As we're going to see soon. And we can clearly say Hashem Yachid. He literally is. But after billions of tzimtzumim and contractions, the worlds do seem to appear and emerge. Again, as it is from the perspective of pure, pure elukus, pure divinity, there there is no world at all. There's no even world that needs to be cancelled. There's no worlds at all. There isn't any even any worlds that we need to say 
There isn't even any worlds that we need to say that they're canceled in his light. Literally nothing but him. Not like there's something that is buckled. There is nothing. Where then, there is many, many tzimtzumim in the light, many contractions. We're going to explain this a little later as we learn tomorrow. Many, many contractions in the light, which allow that after those contractions and those that are affected by the contractions. Always remember, the Ebishter himself is not affected by any contractions because the contractor is him. So, and, and, the, and the filters are him. So for him it's not blocking, so to him it's as if there are no filters. Since Tashem himself it's as if there is no filters, so literally, in order for a creation to come into being something other, some, something even to begin to have any kind of an existence, it only comes by Hashem covering his MS that he is and there's none but him. But since to him it's not covering, so Mitzad Hashem, creation never happens. It's Einoid Movado, it's only the Ebishter. That's it. It's only that wide. Because of, as a result of Tzimtzumim, 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 contractions, 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 there is worlds that emerge into existence. Those worlds, and not only when we say worlds that move into existence, we have to understand two things. In order for worlds to move into existence, there is a divine energy that supports those worlds. And that divine energy that supports the world is already a very minuscule energy. It's called a ray of Hashem. It's not him himself. It's only a ray. Which that ray only becomes possible after the contraction. And so again, without the contractions, there is no ray at all. With the contractions, there is a ray. Which that ray is the source of the world. But that ray itself, even after the contractions, that ray itself still exists within its source. And therefore, the ray is canceled in its source. And therefore, the, even though there are worlds, the worlds are really not threatening God's oneness. And even though he creates the worlds, he is one with the worlds. The worlds are one with him. There's, he, is, he is the world and there's none but him. They're all unified with him. And that's the meaning of Echad. And that's the two dimensions that he's going to explain. Yachid is, as it is from the perspective of the Ebershter himself, where there is no Tzimtzumim at all. Well, there is no tzimtzumim at all. There is no, not a possibility for the beginning of the beginning of the beginning to have a something that needs to be canceled. So um, where there is nothing to be canceled, it's just simply a yachid. He's the only exclusive, the only being. However, once there is tzimtzumim, 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 and again, it's not changing him. But on this side of the, on, of the, of the, on this side of the partition, on this side, it is changing, allowing for existence to emerge saying notwithstanding all of that, the existence is totally unified with him, bottled to him, and he's in full control, and he is even in that world, in that, in that so to speak, uh, um, reality that does emerge at least to the recipients, to the creation, they too at least are, are nullified in his light. In that space, it's possible, in that space of where the worlds emerge and, and the worlds are canceled to him, it's possible for certain beings not to acknowledge that canceling and to even rebel against Hashem, to deny the Echad. And that's our work. Our work is to demonstrate and reveal how Hashem is Echad. But that's the meaning of the word Echad. Echad means he is Aleph, he is one. He is the one, he's the only power and the only force. In the Ches, what's the Ches? The seven heavens and the earth. That's up and down. And Dalet are the four directions. That means even once the worlds emerge and there is, a, there is a creation, the creations are unified with him. Over here we're already not saying Yachid. Because Yachid would mean there is no world. There's only him. 
Echad means there is a world. As we said before, Echad is not such a strong statement of oneness. Echad means he is, the, he is number one. He is the power behind everything. But there is everything. And he is the power behind everything to the point that it's as if he is the only, only reality. He is the Aleph in the Ches and in the Dalit. And that's what he's explaining, these two dimensions. We can't even say Echad. Hashem is the only one who who and besides him there is no existence. What I'll say when we say Echad, Echad that Hashem is one in the seven heavens, Uba Aretz and in the earth. That's the eight. Uba and in the four uh, 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 directions of the world. I'm meaning to say, after they are created, meaning even in the post symptom. And in, 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 and in those areas that are affected by the tzimtzum, allowing for the tzimtzum to take effect, to create, to bring about a shamayim and an earth, a heaven and an earth. Ubedalad ruches and in the four directions of the world, which comprise all of space. And when we say space, he says we don't mean only physical space, but space exists on spiritual dimensions as well. As he says, shehem which are the six directions of the world. Pchinas hischalkos, where there is where there is already more than one. There is a schalkos, there is division. Upiru, that separation, this is north and this is south. Two different directions. Afopikein, nevertheless, shoireu mezgale, it dwells and it reveals, yechud devechtusi yizborach, the unifying oneness of the creator as he encompasses and unifies and fully in control and fully invested in all the details of creation. Ve'inun misiachadin be'echad, and they are all unified in Hashem's oneness. Why? They are all battle to the light of Hashem. And therefore, they're all, it's really all the Are you going to say there are creatures that are not battle? There is Nebuchadnezzar, who, who uh, with all of his audacity, uh, rebels against God. There is Paro, who screams, There is Haman in the world, or Hitler's in the world, or, and there is the the old fool on the left side of the heart that also doesn't acknowledge most of the time Hashem Echad. And that's where we think that we can do our, what we want to do and it's in defiance of Hashem's will. But the point is, even when we're doing that, the Ebrister is still in control. Meaning it's still Echad. It's, 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 there's, meaning, Saif Kol Saif, even all the things that seem to be in this world that are, that are, that are interfering with God's unity and God's complete sovereignty and his will being actualized really it's Hashem playing with all these with all these beings they too are fulfilling his will uh, they don't know it so they are disconnected but from God he's laughing through it all there is no control there is no power but him um, so I'm saying e- even where the meaning there are almost our worlds and there is the whole realms of Kedusha that acknowledge that Hashem is the only power and, there's, and therefore they're here in complete subservience and a complete uh, uh, um, d- dedication to reveal that Echad. Then there are those who deny it, but again, they too, against their will, they're, they're, in, they're within the achtas of Hashem, they're within Hashem's unique, it's just not being displayed in them. In them it's not being displayed, and that's why they are deaf. Because if you're not connected to, to what's real, then you're deaf. There is no life there. It's imaginary existence. Okay. Shekulam betelam, they're all batal agaba oir to the light of Hashem, hashoyrem is galabahem, who reveals himself in them. Like it says, where do we see that even after there is beingness, as a result of the contraction 
But now that the, in, in the domain of the contractions, in the domain of, of creation, how do we know they're all bottle? It says in the Pasuk, HaShamayim, the heavenly hosts, to you they bow down. Bowing down means they acknowledge your power. And these are the six. Shishak Tzavis Gashmiim. These are the six. Let me turn over the page, 248. These are the six, uh, six physical directions. And they are also, they are rooted in the six. They are rooted on the six uh Six ktsavis um, in the six um, six directions, spiritual spiritual directions. Now, what does it mean? Six spiritual directions. There is an up and a down in all worlds. What's the up? And, what's the spatial element of up and down? If it's not physical, what's the up and down? Lamaila adenkates, which we know that there is up, endlessly high, or lamata adentachlos. And there is low, endlessly low. What does it mean up and high if there's no, you can't go up that way or down? There's no physical idea. Because it's higher and higher. What does it mean higher? Whatever is grasped and understood, whichever dimension of an existence that it can be grasped and understood, and within the realm, the reach of a creation, of a created being, whichever level it is, whatever there is something being grasped and understood, Nikramata, that is called below, because it's grasped. That which remains always a mystery, unknown, that's called above. So the above and the below is not a physical space. The above and the below means beyond grasp, and what can be grasped. And that creates the space in every world. The creatures of those worlds, let's say there's a certain world, what they're standing on, which means that which they're grounded on, that which is they're, they're, they comprehend and understand, and that's, that's their floor. And that which they're aspiring to understand, but they don't understand yet, that's their, that's their sky. That's above them. That's Milo. That's above. And once they reach higher and they access that, that comprehension and understanding in that which is beyond, well, then it's like they were pulled up, and that becomes their floor, and now they're reaching for something higher. So that's the idea of Milo Umata in, 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 spiritual, in spiritual space. That which is not grasped in their understanding, that which is below them, and, and their thoughts are not grasping it. And then there's the four directions, which is the elements of kindness of every world, the element of Gvur in every world, that's the, the north and the south, and, the, and that creates the space. But notwithstanding the idea that there are these, all these dimensions and different, and different experiences within the world, Creatures living in this world where they grasp this, but they don't grasp that, and that sets the spatial uh, um, idea in that realm. That is all unified with Hashem. So it's echad, it's echad. But beyond that is really a yachid. Okay, as we're going to be as Hashem explore tomorrow.